Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Into running commentary in Yorkshire. It's yes. a Yorkshire special. It's a road trip, kids. Yes, now you'll find out what I'm made of. Yeah, Yorkshire man. This is it. And actually, I, I, on the I have horse. to say, where can I get a latte and some hummus? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> no chance. So we're in Osmotherly. Nice. And I'm going to take you on a... Not only as we went through Osmotherly, it was really nice. And then we drove through it and out and up the hill to something pretty bleak. Yeah, now we're going up, up on the moors. Moors. And uh, it's pretty cold, actually. It's nippy. It's hopefully going to be... Which I think has taken us both by surprise. Hopefully it's going to be a cosy little Osmotherly tan. Wait, we can go this way. Um, ten miles over the moors. Ten miles over the moors. Lots of hills, lots of moorland. Last time I did this, I got a bit lost at the end. So that's reassuring. You seem pretty confident that we're going to get lost again. Yes. Yeah. You haven't I'm almost lost now. Done anything to rectify that situation. It starts off with a very... Oh, wow, look at this. Immediately, immediately crossing a little bridge that's got some sheepdogs on it. I wanted to sing the theme from All Creatures Great and Small, but Antiques Roadshow came into my head. What's All Creatures Great and Small? Oh, nil, clean all about that. Um, I don't know. Moles. Mole hills. Mole hills. This has been a week of uh, country running for me, because... You've been in Wales. I just had a week in Wales, and... I was running around Ogmore and Ogmore by Sea. It's fantastic. So what kind of terrain was that then? Was it like well, it's, it's all kinds of things in one little run. Yeah. You run out between, on sort of categories on country lanes past farms, and then you pick up this valley. Yeah. And then gradually the valley turns into sand dunes. That and then you're running like... dunes and gorse, and then you get to this lovely sort of flat bit by a rocky beach. Yeah. But then you climb up. Right. And suddenly you're on cliffs. Really dramatic cliffs over the sea. Oh, it's superb. Sounds great. Lots of up and down as well. Yeah. Much more prosaically of hill business, which is good. As we... We're going to be hill now, aren't we? As we embark on a, quite a steep hill to start. I was enjoying your monologue then as we... Yeah, yeah. As we dealt with 
Quite. A, this is probably as hilly as it gets, actually. It's Loads great. of rocks underfoot. But that's the great thing about the country. It's very. It's lovely to look at everything and be somewhere different and get the fresh air. But also, it's just terrain, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Terraining. <laughs> Ter- terraining. It's good to. Uh, it's just good to get different rooms. You can get a bit bored, can't you? Yeah, that's right. Round there, round there, yeah. Round your own routes, round North London. Look at this. Look at the stark beauty of the moors. Absolutely. Look at the bracken. It's gorgeous. Someone's smelling. Torched it. This is where we are, listeners. Gorgeous. Heathcliff, it's me, Kathy. I've got to stop singing. This hills thing is no good for singing. I saw you at a gig last night singing. Yeah. We uh, we both gigged in this particular part of the world last night. I did a gig in South Shields, which was great. Yep. Really good fun, and then drove over to see Daring take Darlington. Yeah. Daring in Darlow. I love Darlow. I've been there a lot. Yeah, Darlow's great. It's a bit home giggy. And Thursk as well. We've stayed. Stayed in Thursk with my dad. In the house of cats and antiques. Yeah. It's a lot like Lovejoy, isn't it? Yeah, he's very... He What's models the, himself on Lovejoy. What is the theme from Lovejoy? All of them get Antiques Roadshow today. But then Antiques Roadshow and Lovejoy is a lot of crossover there, isn't there? He sort of was Lovejoy, really. He's gone to a car boot sale as we speak. He's constantly hanging around boot sales, solving crime. That's good, because he could do with a bit more stuff in his house. He needs more stuff. Because <laughs> there's some places where he can actually move. That's right. As long as that happens, he's not happy. So, I put sun cream on this morning. Good move. We're both wearing like t-shirts well, and shorts. Though. It's bitter, isn't it? It's pretty cold, yeah. It's a little bit running, like running through a glass of ice cold water. Aye, it would be cold, but... You're up north! So it's mild! <laughs> what are you on about, mate? Take it and like it. What are you on about? What are you doing in a t-shirt? You don't need a t-shirt. <laughs> Get top off. I reckon we've got more behind us now. We've got more behind us. We have, look... Okay. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> so you've been doing. You did a fair. You did a few runs. Yeah, I did an eight you and a half a mile run, run on the coast. And then I went the other way along the coast, and that was brilliantly, seriously tough. Yeah. Because it was like the Welsh coast path and uh, deep grass. So when you're on a flat, you're still really working your way through it, and underneath the grass, the path is pretty treacherous. And then you get to where one of the streams meets the sea. It's a serious climb down, climb up again. You know, it's full on. That's uh, that's a great thing about running on holiday. Or just run, it, it, it's, you've got a sense of a run and an adventure. Yeah. Because you're discovering while you're running. And it was the original place for me. I, I was just... Oh, that's a curly I can hear over there. Um... I, I went there on to that, but we always go to this place on holiday. Yeah. And the first time I went there, I was just, just getting into running. Yeah. And I don't know if I even went for a run. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go for a run. And imagine like this, what would have turned out to be like a half mile, mile loop. And it's so, it's the place where I discovered the kind of scale of running, you know? Right. Where you realise that if you go for a run, you can run... Over the hills and get to somewhere that it would take you 20 minutes to get to by car. Yeah. You know, it's really exciting. You can start to discover stuff for the holiday whilst you're on your run, can't yeah. you? Yeah, oh, absolutely. On that coast run last Wednesday, I found this really picturesque valley. 
took the family there a couple of days later. Yeah. Superb. Oh, yeah. I checked it out. I ran here. Yeah. But so equally, that was good because we went happily in the sunshine. Whereas I'd originally run there on a fair, fairly miserable, uh, self-flagellating hangover. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best kind, aren't they? Yeah. I'm going to run into this hangover. I'm going to run through it. I've stopped drinking for a month now. When did you stop drinking? Thursday night. Right. Did you? So, what does that actually mean? You're not drinking in June. Not drinking in June. Right. Because I need to stop drinking because it's making me eat too much. Right. I need to lose a bit of weight. And I was drinking lager. There goes a curly car, mate. Come on. I can get it. Yes, me and a curly. I know. Didn't get it. Another one. Come on. Sort it out, photo photographer. Curl you. I got it. It's not a great picture, but there it is. Isn't it glorious, though? It's that piece up here, isn't it? Yeah, the only problem is that curly is clearly upset. It's like, can you shut off? Stop running. You're right near my babies. Baby needs booze. I know that uh, several of you are aware of my bird thing. I mean, that curly was intense, wasn't it? That came up he to greet us. Yeah. But in Wales, I saw... A hen harrier, I mean, they're really rare, they're right. endangered. Um, a chuff, yeah, it's like a crazy stunt crow with ridiculous legs. I love the name chuff. Yeah, well, it can be almost anything, can't it? Yeah, it's a great, great name for a bird. Yeah. yeah, I know a bird called chuff. Yeah, well, that's another story. Um, I also chuff saw a meadow pipit and a uh, stone chat. Sounds great. Yeah. Stone chat is also what you had when you saw a Tom, Tom Stade, comedian Tom Stade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comedian. Hey, Polly. He was stone. This so is this a, is nice. I like this part of the road. Have rock. they rebuilt this path? It's very, uh, it's all uh, orangey. It's really good. It's a bit of the battle scene in Gladiator, isn't it? We're it's, going it's along it's the very dramatic. The heath and there's a forest. And it's just, what's great about this run is... There's just no one else here. I mean, yeah. look around you. We just we are on our own on the moors. It's Absolutely. fantastic. You're not going to murder me, are you? Yes. Oh damn it! The final running. Your dad trick. knows where we are. He's not going to tell anyone. It's so that white thing you're chatting about. Yeah. I tell you what, mate. I mean, you'll you'll know this more than me. But you lose a bit of weight. You just go faster. Well, I know, because you've... It's weird, isn't it? Last time we spoke, you just got back from that clinic and you'd lost half a stone. Yeah. And since then, well, I've been up on the Welsh Hills and mainly working with hills rather than speed. You've been park running, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not... I've trimmed my park run down by about 35 seconds on my first one back from losing half a stone. <coughs> I just felt like... I felt like I was sort of flying. Obviously, it wasn't, but... Yeah. Just that lightness. Yeah. It was amazing. So, yeah, it was great. I'm on 19.25 now. I want to try and beat 19 before the end of the summer. Which I don't know whether that's possible, but yeah, I'm going for it. No, I just but just any weight you lose is just... just it just easy, feels it? different. You're not fighting just yourself. just physics. Physics is... Yeah. What did, how did Newton define work? It's just moving weight along and up and down. Yeah. The less weight there is... Yes. The less work you have to do. The less you're fighting yourself, the yeah. less resistance. That's right. But obviously you don't want to get too crazy and withered and skeletal. No, and you don't but want to be... But equally, that's the healthy thing is about the running is... Even if you're 
if you're just running, you should keep the weight down. But if you're running, if you're losing weight to run, it might be healthier than running to lose weight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Unless that's exactly the same thing, just to do in a different order. But, but knocking out the booze, I'm sure, would cut out the weight a bit, wouldn't it? So I find that I want about half a bottle a day. Yeah. Vodka. No. <laughs> nice red wine. Yeah. But obviously that can't continue. It's impressive. It's impressive that you're not finishing those bottles. Yeah, it's just amazing. Oh, Rachel's not drinking. I've got a little sock issues. Go on then. Yeah. See if your recorder's working properly. Do just after. Not, not socks. Putting any blame at your door, but after last time. Yes. I should check that that's still recording. Socks. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Mine too. This is a recording. So we're still sort of climbing up. We were kind of up on the platform. Climbing a bit, yeah. Superb, actually. So what more is it? Is there a name? Is it just Us Motherly Moor? Just the moors up by Us Motherly. Yeah, it's gorgeous. You sometimes see the odd walker here, but the other fairly thing, early on a Sunday morning. When you're in London, you think, oh, I'll go for a run in the country. And of course, when you do run in the country... You realise what the country is. Well, it's all so different. Yeah. You know, we're on the moors now, and it's, it's kind of... Quite hard, bleak, but it's also perfect. Yeah. Yeah, with a little quite steady climb. You've got a hard-built stone track. Yeah. It's so different to where I was last week in Wales. And also, I'm going back to Wales in a couple of weeks. But that'll be North Wales in the mountains. Right. It'll be so different again. You know. But you've also got that sort of... That barren quality, haven't you? What, you mean Which the way I have a little pointy beard and say, Ha-ha! That, that D- you've got, d- different kind of barren. You've got that quality. But you've also got the isolation. Yep. Which, if you relax into it, is quite, it's just really liberating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No one to answer to, no, no phones, no deadlines. That's it. It's great. I, um, I was running on a holiday, actually, because we did plan to go off the grid for a week. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago before that... My phone didn't work for a day. Right. I was like, oh, I really missed the grid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then we went on holiday with really good Wi-Fi. I didn't, I kept, you know, I kept work at bay and things like that. I checked in with Facebook and so on. And then right. the Wi-Fi went down. We were off the grid for a couple of days. Felt great. But no, I didn't like it at all. You didn't like it? No. Even on holiday? Oh, I felt like a tree. I hate feeling like a tree that's fallen over in the forest. Check in. I think Facebook's. I love it, but I also. It's like ingesting chaos, isn't it, Facebook? It's like OK Magazine for everyone. It's life, isn't it? Yeah, but it's all that's good and bad in life. Yeah, it's full of people. But it's also. uh, But it's full of people. But you're not talking to them individually, are you? You're ingesting them all simultaneously. No, last night, late last night, I I watched a famous person. Express an opinion. It's about a song she'd heard that she didn't like. Right. <laughs> and then watched as the world just would not let her have that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who are you anyway to think that? I'm a person. It's absolutely twisted, isn't it? It's, the whole thing's quite bizarre, isn't it? I wonder where it's going to develop. I wonder how it's going to change. Exactly. No. Well, I think as a society, we've been fundamentally changed by the internet and yeah. we don't know how much yet. No, know? we don't. It's too early to say. Remember it? the first time I went away with someone who was properly very much on Tinder? Right. I just thought, this is a, this is a different world. This is 
just an entirely different set of relationships between humans. Yeah. That's a bleak spot for a bench. I wonder if it's got a... Uh, well, I think it would have been even bleaker before the, uh, the uh, wall fell down. In memory of Mick Lochran, may the wind be always at your back. Go on, Mick. The hiking mates. <sighs> to the glory of God and in memory of John Dundas. Oh, to the glory of God and in memory of John Lawrence Smythe. Oh, that's good. So just it's sit an here incredible and spot. It is amazing. To Mick, John, and John Lawrence Smith. Smith. It's the piece, isn't it? It's what contrast cool. to Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've noticed that uh, over this dry stone wall, it's just the most Yorkshire view. It's yeah. <laughs> There's pies in those fields, just buried. Just buried. <laughs> but running wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's see pies in a natural habitat. I noticed that... Uh, Can I just tell a bench story? Go on, then. I sat on a wooden bench in a beautiful walled garden yeah. on this holiday last week on a beautiful sunny day, and I sat back. Ow! You can probably see a little um, <laughs> rectangle <laughs> with reverse writing on it in the middle of my back. Because I sat right in the middle of the bench. All oh, right. Okay. I went back to a little dedication. And it just and burnt my back. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, my. Branded. I must get in front of the mirror and see who I'm dedicated in to. In memory of Rob Deering, <laughs> who sat back. Now, I noticed that Snapchat's more popular than Twitter now. Right. Which, to me, Snapchat seems to be the perfect. Because, yeah, Snapchat it was originally just famous for photos of Willies, wasn't it? Was it? Right. Yeah. Just the odd dick. Well, pick. you've got teenagers, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to upload us on Instagram if you want to get the running commentary dick pics. We do those every every mile. In all seriousness, <laughs> runners, we have quite a picturesque Instagram account with little to no genitalia. Absolutely none. In that, but it's a perfect sort of vehicle for the for bullying with a low attention span, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The nine second... So you can't tell anyone what's happening because it instantly disappears. But that's what, that's just, it's massive. It's not healthy. No. But on the other hand, and then people, when people say, oh, I don't, I don't do Twitter, I don't do Facebook, I feel a little bit like when politicians say, I don't do email. You know, it's, it's, it's a modern world. Got to have some kind of relationship with it. Yeah, but I think it's, uh, this is nice underfoot now, isn't it? Nice and it's soft. Sandy, this isn't is beautiful, it? Yeah. I think it can just uh, take up too much time. Just a simple level. Oh, yeah. Just way too much time. I, I think, think clocking into it every now and again is fine, but... Every writer must have said, I'm coming off Facebook, so yeah. I'm right. I'm going to ration it or whatever. This is a nice soft bit between. It's changing all the time. Over. We climbed up onto the top. We picked up a hard, rocky track. We were towards the edge of the woods, now we picked up the edge of the woods. The track's sandy. Yeah, a bit sort of clay sand. But in a moment, we're going to break out off the edge of the woods, and the track looks like it's going to get grassy. It's really Makes me want to lovely. go fell running again. Yeah. On the fells. Huge bird of prey just flew out of the woods. <laughs> yeah. the buzzard is after our eyes. But it's, it's pretty dangerous around here. You do get the odd wolf. <laughs> The early morning wolf we need to Some do. people do I mean, want look to... Look at that. Rob, look at that. I know it. It's actually sun over there as well. The if only we were running in that direction. <laughs> That's a glorious gorge valley, oh, isn't it? Word, yeah. I thought we were just going out to the moor, but where the forest disappeared, we got a va- drop down to the valley instead. And then a peak, and it says, you know what that peak over there is called? It's in cloud. 
openly, uh, openly Muppet. Hopply Muppet. Hopply Muppet. Hopply Muppet. I went over Hopply Muppet just till the day. Up the Updale and then Hopply Muppet and then just cut, cut down through. Lost three of the seven dogs. <laughs> You're on top Updale of the day. You're mad crazy. Madness. See, you can do that and when I do it, trace it. It's not racist, mate. It's celebratory. <laughs> celebratory? We don't like that around here. Celebratory. They love chatting about weather. About whether it rained. Weather bit. It was spitting up top. I felt it. We're up there, weren't we, Nigel? <laughs> oh, we're up up top. I can feel it spitting. <laughs> Nigel seems like a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel's been here for years. I never leave. I love it. Nigel is uh, Spears Brosnan in character. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's Nigel. got... I won the village gouts competition. Oh, the golden eye blast! <laughs> you stay there. I'll just ingest a pheasant into my neck. There's a pheasant pie. Run after it. Check it down. It's Johnny Vegas now. I just turned into Johnny Vegas. I've so got these are the go on. these hard miles on the moors where. I got me running legs. Yeah. When I was a kid. So were you running scamps exactly here when you were a teenager? No, but I was running scamp around the moors around there. Yeah. North Yorkshire moors. Yeah, same old. <laughs> same old, same old. Still the same. Still the same, yeah. But I like to do this if I can be bothered when I'm up north to see my dad just to, just to rid my lungs of cat hair. Yeah. Just to get fresh air in. Yeah. You should have maybe have told me about that. I would have taken an antihistamine. I didn't realise you were allergic to cats. <laughs> well, to be fair, only a mild allergy to cats would have been there, and indeed was relevant in this scenario because of you know. But you were the in cat a theme. You were in an extreme cat environment. Just to give you a bit of background, Rob stayed at my dad's house last night. Yeah, she was lovely from support. Well, I think your dad's cat's house is a bit like this. Yeah, cat's house. Who also my dad's resident. It's one of those places where. Everywhere you look, there's something that looks like a cushion, but it's in fact a cat. He's like Nelson Mandela and the cats of the guards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're big, furry, sort of pedigree cats as well. Yeah, they're big old cats. Yeah. Full of fluff, which just goes all over the house. Yeah, sometimes, as opposed to a cushion that turns out to be a cat, you go to stroke a cat and you find it's just a massive ball of hair. <laughs> Covering a cushion. Yeah. It's, he needs to get rid of the cat hair, but he's not going to. So listen, I couldn't tell you this before. And I'm going to tell you now, I broke the toilet. Don't worry about it. I went to flush it. And it didn't work. Flush. I flushed it hard. And, and the good broke. news is it did flush. Right. The bad news is it won't be flushing again. Right. Because the handle. Okay. Okay. I've still got the handle. Right. Okay. I've got it here. I'll tell my dad. Tell him sorry. No, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll just go absolutely mad. But not with you. <laughs> or with me. He'll be fine. Great. He needs to fix things. There's a few things that need to fix. Yeah. Parents, though, when you're our age, it's interesting with the parents. They're sort of ribbing your dad, but he's doing better than my dad. They're similar in age. Yeah, of course, yeah. My dad, uh, you know, doesn't know what's going on, but in turn, he's right. He's in a nice nursing home now. Right. Made, they've got the official uh, total for the fundraising, which I think I Go told you last time, actually. Just over £5,000. That's great. Um, That's amazing. 5300 with gift aid. So thanks, everyone. That's lovely. We've got Heather here. And then really bright green leaves. That's gorgeous, isn't it? It's Bilberry, I think. I know that from a Wainwright. That's what it gives you, though, isn't it? The moors, that contrast yeah. in textures. See the green stuff? The colour. 
Now, this is the perfect time. Again, I know it's in the country last week. It's definitely summer, you know, it's June now. It's not blossom time, it's loads of hot weather, loads of greenery and greenery putting up insects and the insects putting up little birds. But there's none of that. You know, as you get into August and it all starts to get a little bit kind of drunken and saggy. No. And you get that first whiff of autumn. And then before you know it, it's the drunken giant wasps that can't stay on the foot off the ground going, kill me. And also that's when we'll be deep in prep for the autumn marathon. Absolutely. We'll be, we'll be prepping. But having said that, you know, mileage. we're out here under 10, you've got your pace up. Yeah, How are you feeling? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm just enjoying running more, but not, not so long when I do run. Yeah. And try and get a bit faster. Yeah. But I need to, I'm aware that I need to start. With me, the big thing is I need to start doing some exercises. Yeah. Like planking and stretching. I just don't do enough, and I feel it when I run, and I know it would make me faster. Well, you know, so. we said before, I don't think I ever really believed until this marathon that my exercises beyond running were worthwhile for running. Yeah. I was sort of worried that they were a bit vain, you know, and about looking good, looking good, getting that beach body. So, plus, to be fair to me, talking like I was just slacking off, I did crack a rib, I couldn't do them. Yeah. So, I can do them now. And this week, after those three runs in Wales, I went back and, oh, look at these baby partridges. Yeah, I think so. Let's see if I can get that. Baby partridge in the heather. It thinks it's hidden, but it's not. Whether I can get a picture of it is not hiding. Yeah, they've gone. It's almost like they don't want a picture, do they? It's almost like when you're running and you scare a bird. They don't want to. It's quite hard to get a picture of it. Yeah. But they were baby partridges that we put up just then. Brilliant. No, but I mean, I'm holding out for a cap of Kaylee. So I was in Wales. Yeah. And after each of these three runs, never mind all this talk of chin-ups and extra planking. I did the exercises that I was doing right uh, a year ago, year and a half, two years ago, which, by the way, is a bunch of leg and hip stretches, Yeah. Um, um, 10, 30 press-up reps. That's a lot of press-ups, isn't it? Two uh, sets of 100 crunches, uh, one twisty, one straight. Yeah. And then the two and a half minute plank at the end. Wow. I used to do That's that. proper. You've it takes ages, but it didn't take any effort. And I was doing it last week and just killing me. You're virtually a, a US Navy SEAL, aren't you? That? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's the wrong kind of SEAL, right? That's amazing. I said we're never going to survive unless we get a little bit crazy. That's a, still the wrong kind of SEAL, isn't it? But it is a... Uh, that's hard work, though, isn't it? Yeah, and I didn't... I don't think I was giving myself credit when I was doing it, you know? Probably because we weren't talking about it, we weren't doing this. Yeah. So it's just you me. You just used to it. I didn't have a trainer or anything. I just gradually put it together over time. So then when it fell away, I didn't, uh, didn't take it seriously. But I'm just realising how much less fit I am than I was a year ago. I'm just beginning to get it back. Well, you'll get it back if you keep doing that. Absolutely. And I will. Because I will. it's nice when you know it. I, mean, I will. Do all those um, press-ups and crunches. You can feel it all down in front the next day. Yeah. And that's great. It tightens up your core. Yeah, absolutely. I just need to work on basic flexibility when I... Yeah. 
just stretching out my back and just... What have you been doing? Have you started doing anything? I did a few because I got a few exercises in the Mayo Clinic that they gave me just really basic stretches. Yeah. But I just don't do them enough. I just find it a bit boring. So I just don't do it. I think the upside in the long game is that when I uh, did my first half marathon, you know, my knee and my hip flared up so badly because I didn't stretch properly. Right. Wagtail. Um, that I've never stinted on my stretches since. Yeah. Because I'm so scared of that happening again. Yeah. And uh, it was more to make the stretches interesting, really. I cut them with some exercises. I occasionally plank. Yeah. Which is obviously really good. But if you're going to do one, would you do, would you say plank is probably the best? I think plank is great for you. Yeah. But I also think it's like running. It's incremental. You've got to occasionally is the worrying word there. Yeah, you've got to do it the all about the time. Plank is you can do a minute. Do it every day. You do a minute every day. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's really pure exercise. Yeah. But equally, I think the reason, one of the reasons we talk about it is because it's shortcut, isn't it? People are looking for shortcut exercises, i.e. things that are really hard, like burpees and planking. Right. And it's all well and good, but you've got to recognise that it's real modern world stuff. It's real urban. It's an exercise that's really hard you can do quickly. A lot of people are running up and down hills. Yeah. You know, I think both you and I, and I don't know about you, dear listener, but, you know, we're into the long game. Yeah. I spent some time doing some exercises. I, I found it nice going back to press-ups. Remember yeah, press-ups, good are day. press-ups are great, aren't yeah. they? They're your standard. And I'm good at them. Like uh, running, it's just something my body says. Right, we're okay. going this way. Yeah, we're at a T-junction yeah. on the top, so... The fact that you said that worries me. No, I know this I know this is the right way. This is well, Hitchcockian. We'll ask this bloke who lives here. Yeah, great, ideal. And you sure we don't want to go no, no. that this way? Is, this is the right way. Because we could. Path goes that way too. Should we explore the Are you gonna wait in that man's little house? No, I'm just gonna just gonna <laughs> ask him for directions. This is great, the sun's just come out. Paul's just looking in this hut. I think we're about to run across this John Buchan-esque landscape. Yeah, I said John Buchan-esque. Have you ever read 39 Steps? This is quite a nice little... Uh... Oh, your dad's been up here. It's quite nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this my dad keeps his spare this water canisters. This is his antique, big plastic water canisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, all right, yeah. I should have taken a picture of the water I've always canisters. got extra stuff. I got some canisters. I keep them up on more. <laughs> got a few for you. Yeah, it's, it's murdery, isn't it? It's really yeah. murdery, this place. Yeah, we should, we should go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something's happened in there. Life, yeah. We don't know what's in the canisters. Oh, it's a brilliant bird over there. Can you hear that? It's like a squeaky gate. <laughs> Is that, there's a little moss pot here or whatever. You, and I, we're sort of on the top, aren't we? Although it's higher if we went up the way to the yeah. left. This is lovely. It's so. This would be a great place for an action man set up. You could make it seem huge. It's quite little. Yeah. See, look at that incredible, huge lake. You could have your down there. Oh wait a minute, it's wall. pretty small because there you are here yeah. <laughs> for scale. <laughs> yeah. This, are we going all the way across that path over there? We're going right along here. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. I'm into it. So, yeah, I love the press ups. Yeah. I'd use the press up twisty things though which turn my arms. Right. And they're tough, 
but it is, it's like running, the running can be tough, but it suits my body makeup, so I just feel like those, I've, ne- I've never got to the last press up, you know, press up where I think, I can't do any more after right. this, so I think can lead to doing quite a lot. I think it's, uh, I think you've, you've always got to retain that sort of play element in your training, that where you... Well, you sort of it's an element of running how you feel. I mean, like it's like this this getting faster thing. Last yeah. week when we went to do that, uh, I just done some steady running at the Mayor Clinic. Yeah, and then we went for our run, which was meant to be seven miles, but because it didn't record, we did a podcast straight after, and it ended up being about ten. Yeah, but nice and slow. Yeah, that was on Thursday, and then I did the part run on a Saturday. Yeah, and I was just I just ran really quickly. Yeah, then this week. I ran virtually every day. I did tri- I did speed sessions Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. And I was exactly the same time on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in being just slightly under-trained when you're doing a race. Yeah. Because if you're over-trained at all, it's just a nightmare. But equally, it's, a bit tired. it's quite easy for you to work with a concept of being under-trained because you can train a lot, you know. Yeah. It's easy to under-train when you're running five times a week. Yeah. You just have to only run three times a week. Yeah. Three times a week is plenty. Yeah. But also, I think that from what... But what I mean is like lining up fresh. Yeah. Lining up fresh with energy to burn, sort of. Yeah. It's just a nice feeling. Yeah, but you're sort of saying that from that second park run when you'd been out and run every day for five days. Yeah. That's not under-training. No, it's over-training. That's what I said. I was over-training. I sort of... You've got to watch it. I ran just as well the first week, unless... Yeah, yeah, right. No, exactly. But conversely, it's really nice. It's nice to get out there, you know. I've yeah. got a... Uh, my left knee is... How's it feeling now? It's aching now, and it'll be stiff after the running. But it's not... There's nothing chronic in there. There's no specific spot. Right. It's just the whole joint going... <laughs> right. And I, I can't help feel instinctively that I should just weather it out and keep running. It'll get used to it. Kind of fell runner attitude. Yeah. I don't want to not be running. As long as, it, as, well as long as it's not getting worse. Yeah. You don't want it getting worse. No, it's the staying the same, which is the one to watch. Right. <laughs> but uh, I think also a lot of people who got in touch appreciated the whole concept of dog running. Yes. A few people like that, didn't yeah. they? So we thank Fred for that one. Yeah. And Mickey D, who got in touch... What was Mickey D's story? I'm always reporting to you about our ultra friend Mickey D. His latest long run. He was up for a really good time. He had a serious accident, didn't he? Yeah. Not serious. Physical Not accident. Serious, he serious, down. He had a pants incident. He had a, he had to pull a toilet incident at the yes. 5K Mac. Yeah, and then he was thought he'd have to pull out <laughs> and phone his mum. He thought, how oh, I'll run on. <laughs> yeah. Which was then, that was even harder for the people running just behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to get him on here and get his story straight from the horse's mouth. But yeah, it was him and Fred talking about the dog run. But I think, again, you've got to recognise that to really enjoy a dog run, and for that to be part of his training, you've kind of got to be at a level. You've got to be slight. You've got to be reasonably fit, yeah. But it's. But to you're right, like then. You've got to flip that and make all your training, to some extent, fartlek. Because the other thing you're doing then is... You're listening to yourself, you know? Yeah. If you do get to something, you think, this is too hard. No, I won't do this today. Yeah. There's no need. Yeah. I don't know who I'm trying to prove it to. Yeah, and well, doing I... enough that you don't feel guilty about that because you did something else, you know? 
Yeah, what well, I suppose what I'm saying is it's more important to just be regularly running rather than rinsing yourself to follow a schedule that makes you tired and you get injured. Yeah, yeah. Just back off if you need to. Yeah, that's right. And run. And I think down. with my age and condition, and still I have got the fear about the backing off. Right. I think if I back off, I'll never get it back. Okay. You know. In fact, I think I have backed off. And I have lost some of it. Right. I've got the fear that I'll never get it back. So I've got a strong urge to ignore my shonky knee. Doctors, please get in touch. Yeah. Tell me to stop running. Having said that, I do love a bit of hill. You know, we, uh, which way are we going here? I think we're going left, mate. Cool. Another fork. So. Yeah. And your confidence is fairly inspiring. Fairly confident. You're about 65% about sure of that. Yeah. Great. Fairly <laughs> confident about this. There was a there's a really good climb on my run last week. You just go along this wonderful flat yeah. plateau by the sea. Sort of sheep gnawed grass like a bowling green. Yeah. But then up ahead you of you. It's a huge rock stacky cliff. And when you get to it, to get above it, yeah. you've got to turn left and go up this grassy gully. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's lovely, it's just grass. But it's steep as a flight of stairs. And it's quite a long way. And uh, you go up it, you feel good about yourself. But equally, it's got a few little things to make you feel better about it, like the path you want that goes across it. Yeah. You can't see it till you're on it. Okay. So you run up it and you get to it and you go, oh, I've done it. Yeah. And like all climbs or stretches of straight road or whatever, it's not nearly as far as you think. Yeah. You know, I was listening to music. The music would come on. I got to it the other day and Born Slippy was just coming on, you know, the Underworld. Yeah. I thought, well, this will get me up here. And then I was up it before the drums had come in. <laughs> Three drums. Yeah. But it's a great little climb, and I think it's from doing a few of those that my knees are aching. But it feels great. I love doing the climbing. Because when you get up, once you get going, you think, I could do this all day. It makes you feel stronger by doing it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, just psychologically. Yeah. You were, because you're being daunted by it, you know. But then the moment you feel stronger... It changes your whole psychological makeup. You, next time you do it, think, this is weird, this is hard. The other day I could do this. Yeah. And then the next time you get to that surprise path, you're thinking, where's that surprise path? <laughs> and it's all spoiled, you know. Well, I do love going up and down the hills. I miss, that's probably the thing I miss most. Running around. Because yeah. yeah. the hills, even when you do run up and down the hills. They're just not hilly, fella. They're not long enough. Even yeah, if, even if you find a steep one, it's only going like, to be for a minute. There's just not many hills. There's only the slopes. It's, every now and again, we're getting great footsteps. Someone else has run down here ahead yeah. of us. And the sun's come out now. So. so, I am. Um, you would you would come out here without music, wouldn't you? Yes, of course you would. You'd like music. Oh, absolutely. But I'd want it to play. I want it to get a bit relevant. You know, you want some bleak stuff. You might even want a little bit of Vim Vendors, you know, something a bit sort of spacious. Existential. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Or that uh, 
song from Raising Arizona, The Sound of the Guy on the Motorbike. <laughs> Wouldn't like to bump into the guy there. I am um, on that climb. Yeah. I, uh, next time I went up there, I was listening to, uh, what's it called? Inspection Check One by Left Field. Right. Oh, it's so good. Um, there's a better song for going up a hill than that. I've never heard it. And you set off listening to that. But the great funny thing about it, this is my philosophical theory I came up with, is I'm thinking, wow, that's incredible that the shuffle started playing me that music for this hill. And, uh, it's just fantastic. It's so appetite and it just came on. Mate, I'm going to have to have a toilet episode. I thought Sorry. there was something distracting you. I know, I know. I'll just have to go Go in there. your little box. No, I won't go in the box, no. What is the little box? Is it a hide for watching birds? Okay, we'll take a break. Yeah, you put it, put it a bit on the grass there. Oh, no, Steve, don't do the big horrible noise. If you do do it, make it more delicate. How about a little bit of chamber music? <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, have you ever read the book, The Dice Man? Luke Reinhardt. Yes. No. I have. Yeah. Read it as a teenager and had a yeah. copy of it from... It's one of those books that can really affect people, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I had a copy of it. It was all excitable from when it first came out. Yeah. You know, and it's an interesting read, but it's so obviously flawed because 
the dice man, right? If you don't know, he puts all the options for his life on this dice, and then he rolls it, and whatever comes up, he has, he has to. to do. Yeah. The thing that made me think of it is, no one ever addresses the fact that he made up all the six options. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it. That's the. What's a, that's the problem, right? So, so whenever, whenever he hit a, a big life decision, he just yeah, rolled the dice. And he's like, you know, oh no, I've got to go downstairs and sexually assault my neighbour. Right. Well, only because you wrote it on the dice, <laughs> you twisted freak. Well, those are kind of options it put out there. Absolutely, and that's right. how he ended up you know, doing all these wrong things. And uh, it's... But it's... I think, you know, it's quite right on of me, but I think it sums up some kind of white western thinking sort of male thinking so well that's just the way it's just the way it goes it's just the way I am only because you decided because you've chosen those options yeah you know, me listening to my music I got a fabulous relevant song coming on as I run up this steep hill yeah and I think, wow, that's incredible that chance that that happened it's like yeah but you chose it I chose the playlist yeah you, you know. gave yourself those options. Yeah. And I think people do that all the time. I think people, for better or worse, they forget that they decided this. And I think that when it's good, you should turn around and say, well, well done me. I put myself in, the, in this position. I, I decided to do I this. I made those choices. And conversely, when something happens, you don't go all football. You know when a footballer puts both their hands out and goes, what, what? Yeah. And you're like, just then? Yeah. When you kick that guy in the knee. That's yeah. what? Yeah, but that's gamey, though. you got to take game. full responsibility for your actions, I think. Of course, yeah. Well, so accepting that there's some things you can control. No, that's right. Well, the future, Yeah. you know, it's never quite what you expected, is it? The weirdest thing is when it's exactly what you expected, but you don't recognise it. Okay, so this is what I, went, I wanted. And now it's happened. Yeah, I didn't know it would be like this. It's like the... Uh, Sorry, you look down here. The bilberries and, and suddenly quite a lot greener. There's trees and everything. It's like I was having a chat with comedian Tom Stade the other day. He came up to see us in North London. Yeah. Good mates. He likes... He likes marijuana. There goes a massive grouse. Yeah. And if you heard that, but it said, <laughs> brilliant. So he's uh, mid forties, loves his marijuana, sort of ingests it through this oil-based contraption. Yeah. And a nice guy and funny. And that's not legal, because he's stoned. Yeah. Probably not. And uh, but he was talking about about time. I was quoting this Rob Reiner director I've listened to on a podcast was saying, you know, that all we've got is time, so you might as well just enjoy it. So when I'm making a film, even if it's a bad film, I just try and have fun because we're yeah. just, this is all we've got. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Tom was like, yeah, but we don't live in time. We're not in time. Yeah, we and are. I was like, yes, we are, Tom. Yeah, we are. We're in these moments, which are fantastic, yeah. which exist in time. Yeah. When you go on stage, they ask you for a light. If when you want to light and you say you're 18, it means 18 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might not exist in time. Like, because you're stoned out of your head, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all exist in time. And all that we have is now. This is it. You know. Yeah. I misquoted Gandalf the other day, didn't I? 
So I wish the ring had never come to me again, though. So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for us to decide. All that we can decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. And at the moment, we're running down what I hope is the right path. That's all I can give you at the moment. Okay. I'm not sure that it is. Let's see, we'll know more in time. That's enough. Not that time exists. That's enough. Yeah. Let's let that, let's let that fly. Yeah. Let's let it hang. Let's just roll down this. Let's, let's, we leave you. We're going to keep on running over the to north moors. To where we don't know. Yes. We are lost. Yeah, but you Adrift do know. on the moors of yeah, time. But you know where we're going, don't you, Paul, though, actually? Sort of. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so look at the pictures. Listen to the podcast on uh, Acast. tell us where we are. Tell us where we are. Look for us on the, online. Send out a search party. <laughs> um, Rock Compod on Twitter and Instagram. Run and commentary page on Facebook. Check it out. Get in touch. Let us know where you've been, where you're going next. And we'll let you know if we ever make it. Back to the car. It's turned into an ultra. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. With Paul Tolkien, Sir Nadal, Rob Deering.